Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the show. It's already episode 44, Jimmy. It's, it's a... It's a Thursday? Correct. 6.53 p.m.? Also accurate. And we're doing a podcast? Exactly. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Well, unfortunately, I've been Jimmy Sickness this week. You're still sick? I Well, I'm feeling better. Oh, I I'm forgot about this. I'm feeling better. You I am feeling better. You bastard. I had... I shouldn't be here. No, I am better. I'm not going to get you sick anymore. Yeah, but this house is but contaminated. This house is contaminated. Oh, my God. I had the sickness to end all sicknesses. It was a both-end beast. A <laughs> both-end beast. It was a true monster of sickness. <laughs> a both-end beast. <laughs> yes. And it uh, it destroyed me as a person emotionally and physically. And then when I thought the sickness was over... Mm-hmm. I had to watch City play Newcastle and made me even sicker. <laughs> so this has been a week of sickness all around. Fair enough. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to come out with a both-end beast <laughs> remark immediately. For those of you who don't know what a both-end beast is, that's the stomach bug. Because it's coming out both ways, yes. baby. But, um, Jimmy, we've promised a lot to these people for the future episodes. And before we get into anything, even the both-end beast, we should have done this before. <laughs> We need to read a damn review yes, because do. you've promised this, I think, for the last three episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, we I have. we got to do it. Yeah, so hit I'm, it with one. We're going to start reading some reviews, so we need to get some more reviews. So this is hopefully a call to arms to write some reviews, five stars always, and then you can say whatever you want to say, and we'll read them. So if you want to insult us, you want to insult Michael for wearing his stupid Arsene Wenger jacket. It's not stupid. You can do it. <laughs> it's warm. So I'm going to read one. I'm scrolling through here. You asshole. <laughs> it is probably warm, but it is oh, an obnoxious jacket. Go ahead and read but the review. This one says, this is the the best podcast, spelled D-A. Oh. So I like this one. It's for Aunt Moyo from June 30th. Aunt oh, Moyo, old one. a classic. This is an old one, but I like this one. It says, honestly, I've listened to you guys every episode. Wow. And it made me learn more about the World Cup. Okay, you see how old this one is. Yeah. As well as make me laugh. That's Hysterical OG. Hysterical podcast and very educating. That's OG, baby. I love that. That makes me happy. So I'm happy to read that nice one. There's not, I don't see any that really make fun of us in these, but I'm willing to read those as well. I have one right up. here that oh. makes fun of me. Okay, let's hear it's it. It's from our friend Gavin, I assume. Oh, let's hear Gavin it. underscore D underscore Hatter. Hater? He, and he is a hater, quite frankly. And it, it's titled, No One's Perfect. It's a five-star. <laughs> so thank you, Gavin. Worth a listen, despite the fact Mike is an Arsenal fan. No one's perfect. I like it. I like it. See, exactly. That's fine. We will read those. As long as they're five-star, we'll read them on here. I couldn't agree more. That is my only yes. flaw, that is, Gavin. Yeah, that, your only flaw. That, that's stretching <laughs> yes. it. Um, but, Jimmy, did anything interesting happen to you this week? Um, Normal week? Well... Some bad things happened. Yeah. I, had, I had a rough week uh, outside of the sickness. I'm both in the family. Yes. Yeah, a little shitty week, to say the least. Not really anything fun happened. A shitty, happened a this shitty week. week. Did you just make a both end? Yeah, beast I did. Fun? I did. I, <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. But yeah, oh, an overall shitty week. Yeah. Um, but I'm feeling better. Um, glad to be back here. 
on mm. deadline day. Yeah, deadline day. Forgot about that um, for a moment. Not really too exciting on the transfer front. Um, uh, I, I Mike, disagree. I, oh, well, Dennis Suarez. I you want to talk about Dennis Suarez? Yeah, let's talk about transfers first. Yeah. Um, so Arsenal, Dennis Suarez, something that we kind of knew was coming for, for about a week and a half, weeks. two weeks. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but they got him on loan with the option to buy at the end of the season. Uh, he's an Emory guy, so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Former City man. Yes. Former. Back in the day, I remember Dennis Suarez. He was blonde back then. He's not quite as blonde now. He had he, long, his hair locks. is uh, sun-kissed by <laughs> yes. the Barcelona sun now. And uh, former Barcelona player, too. So good enough for Arsenal. I think he fits the requirements. Um, what does this mean for Mezrozo? What does this mean for Henrik Mkhitaryan? And Aaron Ramsey still hasn't left, well, he's, which kind of surprised He me. has left. I mean, he made his move, really. He, well, he's nothing's Juventus. official Nothing's yet. official. I don't think it can really be official. I have a suspicion that he might not leave. I don't know why. No, I, think I think this is stupid, but I, I don't know. No, there's I think he is a Juventus me. player, but there's no point in Juventus spending any money to bring him in now. He will be their player next season. But what if, but what if Ozil leaves in the summer, and Why, then and that, then Ramsey says maybe this is my spot now to sit on the bench, one spot up. <laughs> I mean, the point is this: Would you rather be at Arsenal or Juventus? If you have Arsenal, a choice? <laughs> I would be at Arsenal. I, I don't want to go I to Juventus. I think a lot of players would pick Juventus, and I think that's where he will end up. But uh, I mean, I think you're gonna get a good player with Suarez anyway. I mean, you did re- you're gonna replace Aaron Ramsey with a player who looks more like him than he does. That's so true. I think you'll be fine. We got his doppelganger. Yeah. Arsenal only signs the most attractive players, by the way. I think uh, I think Bar Lucas Torreira and Gunduzi. We only and sign attractive Gunduzi, players. Gunduzi Torreira Ozo Obama. Ozo's a good looking guy. Ozo is a monster. Are you kidding me? He is. A, he looks like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> He's very good at looking like Mr. Potato Head. If that's your standard like for a beauty, then I'm not no, quite sure. He's a good-looking guy. Have you seen his girlfriend? But that's not the point. Yeah, that's not, I'm still. sure that's why she's with him, is his beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Just well, it's sure not because beauty. he plays soccer, because he never gets on the fucking field anymore. And when he does, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Mesut Ozil. We're going to get to that. He's breaking your heart. We're going to get to that. Oh, is he, he's I doing do more than breaking my one heart. One transfer, not official yet, but it does look like it will happen, which excites me. Go ahead. It's Michi Bashuai. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Love Michi Bashuai. Um, this is the king of loans. The man, yeah. all he does is be loaned out. The king of super high form and, yeah. then, and then just completely MIA. Yeah. Uh, so good at Dortmund. It looked like Chelsea really fucked up after they let him go there. And then he just kind of completely fell off again. Yeah, not really just didn't work for him at Valencia. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a year of failed loans. Like, I, you look at Eguain and going to AC Milan and that just crashing and burning. Yeah, another Bishwai. transfer. Yes, official, finally. the one we te- Another one we teased for like four weeks. Yeah. Eguain made his move. Elvaro Morata going to Atletico. Yeah. Again on loan, more loans. But these are loans with looking towards, you know, Yeah, they're, they're going to be buys, most likely, yeah. as long as these players don't completely shit the bed. Yeah, which, I mean, it's going to be interesting at Chelsea. We'll get into that, too. Yeah. But we saw those. I mean, outside of that, not a lot of big moves. A we lot of the moves that were ones. made this window were moves that are going to be actually done in the summer. When you yeah. look at Pavard and Frankie de Jong mm-hmm. and players like that. Which I think are big moves. I, I, I like both those players. Yeah. I actually really like Pavard. I think that's a really underrated signing by Bayern. And I think Bayern actually are a team that 
has a lot of work to do. And I think actually not getting Hudson Adoy is a big move for Chelsea hanging on to him right now. We'll see yeah, if he doesn't look too happy turn. sitting on that bench. No, he does not. <laughs> I don't um, understand why you're going to do that. You're going to let a player like that rot on the bench. You have to loan him. Yeah. You have to do something. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, another interesting move was Yuri Tillemans moving from Monaco to Leicester on loan. Yes, I like with, that. Uh, Andre, Adrian, excuse me, Silva going the other way. I think that's a good move. Can I tell you the biggest move of the window? Tell me. You know who it is, Jimmy. He went to Burnley. He went to Burnley? He's about seven feet tall. Peter Crouch. Oh, Peter Crouch. He's the <laughs> biggest. Crouch. Yeah, maybe the biggest move. How does he continue to have a career in the Premier League? Cause he's is it awesome. just because he's, he's it's because everybody likes him he's he's that's why i think that's really it it's at this point he's so likable he's it's just like uh i don't even know what he's there for does he does he win headers that often is it just, is it better to have like a, just a cool I don't big guy i don't know i don't know did you but, see uh the quote from peter check or uh, not peter check peter check yeah <laughs> wrong peter <laughs> uh peter crouch close enough they're they're about the same age <laughs> at this point where he said um a reporter asked him if you weren't a footballer, what would you be? Oh, yeah. And then he replies, a virgin. Yes. He yes. is just he is a great, a he's goofy, a great guy. A goofy yeah, I'm telling you, he's a funny guy. bastard. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, another interesting move, um, and we will be talking about this team shortly, is Newcastle yes. acquiring Miguel Almiron yes, from Atlanta that's a United. Fantastic move, potentially. Yes. Um, I wonder how he'll be. It's going to be interesting. And he, he was an exceptional player. In MLS, mm-hmm. looks like a real talent, and I think I think this is a very good move for Newcastle. Also, just good to see Newcastle actually spending money. Um, good to give Rafa what he needs because I think Rafa this week showed what he can do as a manager. Um, I I feel kind of burned that I've hyped him up and shown so much respect to Newcastle, and then they went and broke my heart. Should we start crushed. there, Jimmy? Should we, we get start the there? Should we just there? get into it? Yeah, why don't we rip the Band-Aid off Let, for you? Wait, you before forget. we do that, we should say we talked a little bit about the Cups earlier, and you had made a prediction that yes, it came through. Yeah, a, a picture-perfect prediction. Yes. It's like I literally looked into my little crystal ball, and I said, Chelsea on penalties over time. And that's exactly what happened. Yes. So we... Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to see that game at all. Yeah, but, same, I was at work. But uh, excited for that Carabao Cup final, Manchester City and Chelsea. Um... Gonna be a good one, I think. I think we'll have a good one. Chelsea, hopefully. Chelsea looked very good against City last time. They've struggled immensely since then. But <laughs> I, think, an I think those players will get up for a final and against a big team. So I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a good one. I'm looking forward to that, obviously, for obvious reasons. But yeah, let's jump into the real games that matter. Mm-hmm. And the tough one for me to swallow, <laughs> which was Newcastle two, Manchester City one. Well, tell us what happened, Jimmy. Please tell us what happened because Aguero scored in what was it under forty 30 seconds? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah, and then uh... and then he scored again. That got waved off because De Bruyne took the free kick too fast, apparently. Uh... Um, and at that point, it would have killed the game. Well, rules are rules. Um, that's debatable. Uh, but this one hurt. This one, I've seen City play this Newcastle team multiple times now. We know how Rafa plays, which is he keeps it tight, tries to hang in the game and, you know, catch him on the counter. Solomon Rondon, who's been hot lately, has been scoring the goals. It doesn't make any sense why Solomon Rondon Scores again off a sloppy goal. And then even sloppier, uh, my boy, a player, one of my favorite players, Fernandinho, makes a just 
it's not lazy as so much as it was stupid decision of he lingered on the ball a little bit and turned without realizing there was a player there. Player takes the ball off of him. He fouls him in the process for a penalty. Um, somehow, in the midst of all this, Ederson injures himself, takes a waste about three minutes of them checking on him. Then he almost saves a penalty, just goes under him. And from there, City really never, really didn't threaten that much to get that, to tie this up. Newcastle held on with a 2-1 win. And at this point, I'm just, I'm a pile of mush. And This is good for you. This was me just saying the season's over in terms of the Premier League. And it's time to focus on the Champions League and the two cups. Jimmy, this is the best thing that could happen to you. You need to start having your teams lose. I've had had enough teams lose. Don't stop me about the Providence Friars, please. Hey, the Providence Friars. You're a Patriots fan. You're a Manchester City fan. You're a Red Sox fan. What more do you want, you greedy pig? I want my Friars to be good. Yeah, that won't happen. No, it won't. It won't. But, But, yeah, this one hurt. And it, it, it seemed like it was much worse. End. It seemed like it was the end until, which I think we're going to roll to, our Hero of the Week. Slab That's going to be a new head. segment. We're going to call Hero of the Week. And it's Slabhead. Harry Maguire saves the day. And gets a draw at Anfield. Yes. And Liverpool drop two points or yes. do they gain one? Well, tech, I guess technically, as was pointed out, technically, technically they did gain one. But they dropped two here. And I think the bigger thing is this was a chance for Liverpool to really put their foot on the throat of City. This is the second time they've had a chance to do this. One being when they played City and now here, and they've slipped up. And this is the question with Liverpool is, do they have that the, the guts almost to pull this off? The stomach to be able to hold off City and win? And I have to say, now it's tough for me to say this as City lost this week, but not a great moment for Liverpool to not be able to show their authority and win this one at home as well. Yeah, I know Leicester are a tough team, and they're they beat City. They're as pretty well. good at upsetting the big teams, mm-hmm. but Liverpool, like just like City, they scored early, and then they had to battle back into yep. the game. I mean, uh, well, they didn't battle back in; they had to survive. Yeah. Uh, you know, Allison made a great save at the end to keep mm-hmm. them from dropping three. Yeah. And uh, MVP of this game, Chilwell. Chilwell was excellent, mm-hmm. and he is just an absolute baller. Yep. He is a lunch pail guy. He's a what scrappy a little dude. Type of guy I would have liked to see. Uh, yeah, transferred, transferred to City. Yeah. Um, so. A lot of good from Leicester in this game, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not many questions to be asked from Liverpool. Klopp blamed the snow. He blamed the bad conditions. I don't know if I, I buy that. I think both teams played in those bad conditions. Yeah. Last time I, I did checked. read on Twitter, too, that the groundskeeper for Liverpool didn't, uh, after halftime, like mm-hmm. shovel the box for Leicester on the other side where they were shooting correctly, like on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was a funny little <laughs> this thing. Was, this was a weekend of, well, not a weekend because it was midweek, really, of some upsets all around the world. Yes, I mean, was. we saw Roma get absolutely Waxed. demolished by Fiorentina. 7-1, was it? Yes. We saw Juventus knocked out of the Coppa Italia. Mm-hmm. Just a weird weekend. Another upset we're going to get to at some point, too. Do you want to jump to that? Yeah, I was just going to say the only team that didn't lose this week, Arsenal. Didn't Tottenham get upset. Didn't lose either. Yeah, but that's shut up, Jimmy. I'm just saying, <laughs> for being technical. All right, we can go to Tottenham. Uh, 
two to one. Tottenham battled back mm-hmm. from one nil. An 80th minute goal from the hero. Yeah. Sun Young Ming. Glad to be back. Yeah. Say needed desperately to be back and uh, good for them. He was and maybe the biggest surprise of it all. The big man. The laughing stock of yes. London. Fernando Llorente gets a header in the 87th. And it's of course it's a header. I mean. You don't want to see him use you, his feet. Yeah, trust it, me. That's the only thing he's good for is being a giant man. And again, as I said last week, if you ever see Tottenham losing a game late by one to a team that they shouldn't be, they will always battle back and win either in the 90th or very close to the 90th. They've, they've probably... If I had to guess, I know you won't fact-check me because this is probably too difficult to fact-check. I'd say they scored 40% of their goals to get them three points in the last 10 minutes of games this season. That's, that's how frequently... That's accurate. No, they don't. <laughs> no. no, they don't. <laughs> that's how frequently it feels like Tottenham are down or tied in like the 80th minute, and then they get that goal to they get do, them three they points. They do love some late drama. It's very annoying. Uh, a game that I think I actually predicted correctly next was Southampton Crystal Palace. I think I called a 1-1 draw here. You may have. But, Gavin, where's the predictions, Gavin? Yeah, Gavin I mean, Gavin, I mean everyone's, got stuff, everyone's got stuff to do, but, I mean, you, have, you literally have one job here, Gavin. <laughs> I don't know what you do for your day job, but, I mean, you have a responsibility to us, quite yes. frankly. At this point, you, you, th- you stuck your <laughs> hand up and said, I got this. And, and you've let us down. Well, to be fair to him and everyone else, we've probably let everyone down with the quality of our podcast yeah, so that's, for 44 that's episodes true. at this point. That's true. <laughs> but in this game, uh, we had a Wilfred Zaha goal, can, a can James Ward-Prowse goal. The Zaha goal. Just the fact that he's celebrating as Townsend continued to roll around on the ground was my favorite thing about <laughs> this goal. Because if you if you haven't seen it, Townsend gets a pretty hard tackle mm-hmm. outside the box. Uh, the ball eventually finds its way to Zaha, who scores, and he goes off to celebrate as Townsend still <laughs> down, dealing with the the effects of the challenge. I just found it hilarious. Well, I guess Zaha had an interesting game because later that game yes, he was given a yellow. <laughs> Um, for getting into a fight with someone, uh, he gave him a little shove, and then the referee gave him a yellow, as as you would. Mm-hmm. And then Zaha just starts jawing to the ref like I've never seen. Like, <laughs> and then he got tossed, yeah. and then he was still jawing at him after he got tossed. Uh, it was really kind of something that you don't see a yeah. lot. Yeah, just an odd reaction from Zaha, and kind of a challenge on him that wasn't really that crazy. And it, it just pissed them off, I yeah, guess. It just sent them off the edge for whatever reason. But the last game from Wednesday, Jimmy, because I guess that's where we are right now. Apparently, we've jumped around a little was bit. Was the upset. Yes. The, the upset of the week. I'd say even more so than 2-1 uh, Newcastle over City. This was a beatdown. Well, well, this I don't know if it was a bigger surprise, but it was more of a beatdown. That's yeah, a thing. <laughs> that's true. Bournemouth 4, Chelsea nil. Jimmy, what is going on at Chelsea? Well, Higuain apparently didn't solve anything. Yeah, huh? And uh, his replacement, Pytek, over yes. at AC Milan. Oh. Brace on his first yes. day. Hey, I did say last po- ep- podcast, I struggled through his name, but said Pytek was a good player and was going to do good things. And hey, so Two far goals. so good. Uh, Higuain, a no-show for this one. Yeah, but- subbed off at the 64th minute. Looked a little 
Let's well, he always looks a little unfit, but maybe more so than usual. <laughs> Did we see the comments from Sari after the game? Where um, he called, where he basically said Higuain's not in shape. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Higuain, uh, Sari is just ripping into his players at this point. Yeah, I mean, this may be the fastest meltdown I remember seeing. Uh right? Like yeah. Chelsea always Chelsea are a team that love a good meltdown. <laughs> but they usually do it after winning the league the season before. Mm-hmm. They've done the started off so good and imploded all within one season this year. It's quite impressive. Yeah. The thing is that they still might win the Carabao Cup. They, they still could, might win a trophy. Well, here's here's the thing I want to say about Chelsea. I want to say this before we get too much into this game and what happened here. Chelsea remind me kind of the same way I look at Bayern Munich right now, which is it's still a great team in mm-hmm. terms of the quality of players there. But it looks like a stale team where these players have been there too long. Yeah, It's the same thing. I mean, both these teams have lineups that are pretty similar to ones that have been there for years now. That's without true. change and without challenge. And at some point, it's just... It, like it just becomes Yeah, complacent or just, like I said, stale. It just yeah. becomes at a point where you need something new. Well, that's a good point. Outside the, of new managers, you just need new players. I the mean. players run that team. Uh, they've, yeah. they've tossed three managers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Two in a row now in Mourinho. Yep. Conte and now possibly three. I mean, if this keeps up, I think it's a little bit early for that. It is a little early, but it's it's concerned. I mean, if this goes bad, but like this if is this continues Chelsea. to tailspin. It could. Chelsea have uh, no precedent when it comes to keeping managers around, yeah. and uh, Abramovich is one to just let people go immediately mm-hmm. if he doesn't like the results. Yeah, but it's it's concerning because Hazard's going to leave. Yes, I mean, I yes, think at this point we all agree. Yeah, that he's that's gone. Happening. Uh, sorry, said this week he can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's concerning for Chelsea because they sure they get Pulisic and sure they'll probably get very good money for Hazard mm-hmm. from Real Madrid. Yeah. He is twenty eight though. Yeah, seventy million. No, they'll get over. I honestly, if if he makes his 80? move, I will say one hundred thirty. Whoa, one hundred thirty to one hundred for a twenty eight year old. Yep, I will say. I I think it'll be probably like one hundred ten million. With add-ons that bring it to 130. That's a tough player to replace, though. Um, I don't know who you bring in to replace Hazard because it. Well, it's I mean, not, it's not Pulisic. Well, I. The thing is this. I don't know. Eden Hazard's such a strange player to me. No, but he's, I, he's, he's one of the best in the world. Can we acknowledge that he's one of the best in the world? Yes and no. Yes, he is. Yes and no, because he's two players in one. The Eden Hazard, when he's on, is undoubtedly it's, one of the best players in the world. It goes but by how Chelsea plays. No, no, it's the no. Chelsea situation. go by how he plays. That's uh, the difference. When he cares and makes an effort, he can be one of the best players in the world. But he is so prone to disappear for months. Literally months, not games. It's yeah. months with him. And that's why I refuse to acknowledge him as one of the best players in the world. I will say when he's on, he is. But he is very inconsistent. He has had a career of inconsistency. The team as a whole is just super inconsistent. But again, I think that all stems from him. Because I, I think he is, when he's on, so important to his team that it's hard to replicate it when he's not on. And he, for his whole career, has been this player where he disappears yeah, for months. I guess so. And I mean, he seems to get a pass by so many people on it. And we continue to say, he's like, honestly, if I'm Real Madrid, there's players I want far more than Eden Hazard, if you ask me. That's how I look at it. Like, if I look at it, Mbappe is number one, first of all. Of he's number one. And then I look at Neymar. 
and I look at Neymar and Mbappe both is in a far different bracket than yes, Hazard. Yes, they are. Today. They're in a price. They're in a different. They're price in a different bracket. price range, but I also look at them as far superior players to me. And I'd even look at like a Mo Salah before I look at a Hazard, in my opinion. Ooh. And I'd look in, and they did look at a Raheem Sterling, who they couldn't get in the end as he resigned. And I think Hazard is a much better player. I think he is a better player when he's on when he's on a much better player yeah. than Salah and Sterling. And I love Sterling. Mm-hmm. But I think Sterling and Salah are far more consistent, if you ask me. But I, I, I think know, Hazard, I think don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's, be- that, that he's not better. I think the team that I, he's I, in has a lot to do with that. And they're a fickle team, and sure, he might be the head of I that. I think he's, that's what I'm saying. I think but, he's the head of the snake of, yeah. the, of that. That's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> I think he's the main reason they're like that. That's interesting. And don't, don't get me wrong, he's incredible. But it's like, when you get him, I think you have to expect that he's going to go through these... Peaks and trots, which again, if you're Real Madrid, he may just be Gareth Bale 2.0. When mm. he's on, he's absolutely incredible. But when he's off, he's just kind of there. I don't know. And again, yeah, Hazard, I don't Hazard is polarizing. Right? Like he's, you know what I mean, though? He, he is an inconsistent player. Yeah, he is. But I think that whole team has, it's just a yeah. group of amazing world class players like Dave and. Marcus Alonso. A lot of people don't like Marcus Alonso. I'm very high on him. Yeah. Well, you're uh, higher. Yeah. I mean, I, if anything, I feel somewhat vindicated that my Chelsea's defense isn't good. It's starting to come true. Yeah, seriously. Anything, at this it took point. a while, but I'm starting to feel vindicated on that. Because yeah. David Luiz looks pretty rough. Yeah, well, David Luiz has concussed this game. <laughs> he looked rough, though, for a few games now. Yeah. And I don't know how to feel about Rudiger. Um, he's yeah. just kind of okay. I don't know. He's serviceable. He's fine. He's fine. That's, that's the best I can say. It's like I would think that they'd be better with Azapacueta playing center back over yeah. him or Louise, if you ask me. But, I mean, and we got on a weird Hazard thing. And it's just because I see Hazard hyped up as, like, at this Neymar and Mbappe level. And for me, I just I don't no, see No, he, he's him. a little I bit don't. below that. To me, he's just, yeah, that's my thing is I really don't see him at that level. Yeah. Some people will still – Fight me and tell me he's the best player in the Premier League, and I don't agree. Um, and I've said it. No, I, I I'd say one one healthy Kevin De Bruyne. I exactly, and I even yeah. think at and I can't. Mo Salah is Mo Salah. Close second yeah, right I now. think Salah. I would is right up there. And and when in over the last month, Paul Pogba. This is the Paul Pogba <laughs> we want. Yeah, that's true. Paul Pogba. Like over great, now, finally. like seeing what he can do, like this. But that's the thing. Can you discredit a player like Hazard and Paul Pogba when they have managers and teams that, that aren't cooperating with the way that they play? And that's the question. Maybe that's it. And maybe that's it. But, I mean, Hazard does have a lot of freedom in this Chelsea system, too. Yeah, that's true. And he always has. I mean. And it, it's just so weird because they started off so hot. Yeah. And it's the same system because yeah. Sarri doesn't change his system yeah. oh, or his yeah. lineup. So it, it's kind of what's happening now. That's the thing. It, it's weird. And it, it it's weird. And from everything I've seen and heard about Sari is this is a man who is stubborn and will not change his system yeah. to anyone. So that does make me worry that he may not be long for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But we should um, mention the actual best player in the Premier League right now, which is David Brooks. Yes. <laughs> the man of the match from this Bournemouth game where Joshua King <laughs> scored twice. David Brooks. <laughs> David. Why, Why is he David, David? Brooks? Because he's good. You know, <laughs> he you can't just, be a David. He no, has to be you a associate David. any good... David with David. David is too American to be good at soccer, football, too whatever English. you want to call it. Yeah, he needs to be. He needs to be 
turned into a Spaniard. <laughs> but he absolutely ended David Luiz's life. Yes, he did. That uh, was oh, that was fun to watch. Yeah, I like turned that. him inside out. He did. Put it away easily to go up three. And then And then the devil went down to Georgia. Charlie Daniels <laughs> nailed him with a fourth in the in the ninetieth plus five. How do you feel like at Charlie Daniels? Why is Charlie Daniels always scoring from Bournemouth? This is so weird. Yeah. I but mean, this was we like should, said, a beat down. Yeah, it was a beat down. We should give uh Dava Louise a break though, because Joshua King blew his brains out with a shot. <laughs> yeah, he may have been <laughs> and then he continued to play. I love it. Uh, I love that they don't care about concussions we, overseas. Yeah, we really got sidetracked on that whole Hazard thing. Yeah, we did. But I think it, it had to be done. It needs to be said because he is such a he is such an interesting player, is he not? I think the way to just describe him is just polarizing. Right, he is. He is a polarizing player because he may be the player I see the most on like Twitter of accounts with yeah. like something Hazard and playmaker <laughs> Hazard and they comment on any Anything about another player, yeah. like if you put anything about Mo Salah, Anthony Martial, anyone, it's all oh, Hazard's better. Hazard's the best player in the world, best player in the Premier League, all this stuff. Or on, if you ever go on anything about De Bruyne on his Twitter, is all who was better at the World Cup? Hazard dominated, De Bruyne in second straight, uh-huh. all this stuff. Like it, it, it's just so weird. I mean, it is crazy. Um, but we should go and actually talk about the best player in the Premier League. All jokes aside, Fulham four. Brighton too, Jimmy. So, but did you see how this happened? I did, and this is this is. I wanted to talk about this game maybe more than any of the other games. Yeah, because this was our battle we had talked about a long time ago when good meets evil, and Mario faces Wario. What Mario happens? faces Wario, and they both showed up. It was a fucking yes. joust, and Mario <laughs> came out first. And he put the ball in twice. Glenn Murray with a 17-minute brace. Yes. How does he do it? And, and my favorite part was that Glenn Murray was fully convinced he was offsides and gave the, the line judge every chance to say he was offsides <laughs> and then finally said, okay, I guess not, and walked away to celebrate. It was hilarious. He's an honorable man, isn't he? Is. he? That's why he's Mario. <laughs> and then we go to the second half, Jimmy. Brighton are up two. And then Callum Chambers hits a volley from outside the yes. box. Callum Chambers, the defender from Arsenal, hits a volley, basically from a standstill. Such a an beautiful odd volley. One. Beautiful. It doesn't make sense how his leg did that. <laughs> it just like cocked back yep. him in the back, basically. It was kind of like a horse kicking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he went top bins. And then Wario came out of the gates, Jimmy. And does what he does. And he matched Mario's brace. Mitrovic gets a brace to bring Fulham up 3-2. And then the icing on the cake, Vieto yes. scores the fourth. And Brighton, after going 2-0 up, the greatest defensive team in the Premier League era, <laughs> they they lose it at Craven Cottage. If this was at the Amex, it would have never happened. Of course not. No. But this is massive for Fulham for a lot of reasons. What a game, though. One. Just for starters. One, just a game. Like you said, what a game. Big result. They need the points. Mm-hmm. But even bigger is... We, a game like this where you come back and you raw back and you score four times in the second half, that's the type of game that can jumpstart your season, get you on a run. Yeah. This It's going to be interesting to see where they go from here, but this may be the result they need. Because right now, I mean, they still stand six points out of safety right now. And Burnley... As we talked about, bringing in some reinforcements. Yeah. Some big reinforcements. 
They should be relegated for that. <laughs> Peter Crouch doesn't deserve another season in the Premier League. It will be interesting to see if this can springboard Fulham to success. Yeah, Ranieri is so great, though. After the game, they were interviewing him. They were like, what does this mean for you? And he's like, no, oh, not me, man, the team. <laughs> His voice is just incredible. Is that you, Claudio? Yeah. I'd like to welcome you to the show. It's a pleasure having you on. I'm going to do the entire Manchester United Burnley game in the Claudio Ranieri oh, voice. No. Um, this was another great game. Uh, just because we were talking about Burnley, we're going to jump to this one. Burnley go up 1-0 through Ashley Barnes in the 51st. Yes. And then they go up 2-0. Burnley scored two goals, Jimmy. Chris Wood. But Burnley scored two yes. goals. Yeah. Did you also, hear me? Two? I did. And Burnley? Ashley Barnes, can we talk about Ashley Barnes? Ashley Barnes scares me. Something about him. He is just a, a scary man. When he was celebrating for score, I was like, oh, I don't, that guy's scary. I wouldn't want to play against him. He's Easy a little guy. scary. Yeah, he's a little scary. But since this was at Old Trafford, there had to be drama. Of course. Sir Alex Ferguson watching from the stands. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You're getting there. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Um, on his unbeaten run, yes. determined to remain unbeaten. So you know what he deploys did? the one trick that he has up his sleeve, a Jesse Lingard flop in the box. Yes, exactly. And it worked. It's who disgusting. It was one of the grossest dives I've ever seen. And I would like anyone to combat me on this because it was absolutely. There disgusting. are people who will. I've no, heard people be. try no, to defend this. No one touched him. Literally, he no was touched. He, he was, was touched. He was on lightly the grazed on lightly the shoulder, grazed. and then he looked like he had both of his kneecaps hit yes. out by a bat. It was bad. It was, it was bad. a horrible flop. Um, Paul yeah. Pogba steps up though, yeah. puts it away, and, and then, then you just knew. And then you just knew as soon as that happened. Burnley just had the look. They were done. They were sitting way too far back. United were launching balls into the box nonstop, and then just a mess in the box. Lindelof smashes it into Heaton. And, yeah, and, and it, it goes, bounces yeah. up and in. Heaton made some incredible saves. He did, game. and I wanted to talk about that too. Burnley, why do you have so many good goalkeepers? Yeah, well, wait. Because, wait, let, let me finish. <laughs> wait. Let me finish. Tom Heaton was excellent in this game. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent um, all last year too. FA Cup, Burnley went out to City this weekend. Mm-hmm. Nick Pope was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, Pope was Pope phenomenal. was excellent last year. He was phenomenal. Wasn't He's he coming back one? from injury. Yes, he was. He was the, no, one, he was the one last year. Heaton was better two years ago. He was excellent. Oh. And then Nick Pope last year came along and was even better and is far younger. Um, and then of course the greatest English goalkeeper of all time, Joe Hart. Back to third string. Why do you have so many goalkeepers that are good? Yeah, you can finally cut. And Joe why Hart didn't you loose. sell one of them this window? You could have used the money to reinforce the team. That's you true. don't need three. That's true. This was, um, I feel like two goals is the most that they've scored all season for some reason. <laughs> Doesn't seem like that. Burnley, though, starting again, as we said last episode, to look like the old Burnley mm-hmm. that can go and beat teams and tie teams at the very least. Which they need because, again, they are only yeah. they're right there in this race. I mean, they're right down there fighting to not be relegated. They are sitting in 17, 23 points, four points clear right now. Yeah, they got complacent. I do want to say, though, if you look at the bottom three right now, and again, Fulham, we're going to see if they can turn this around. Yeah. But I think Cardiff and Huddersfield, it's safe to say those two will probably go down. Yeah. Huddersfield, I think, is as dead as you could possibly be at this point. Yeah, and maybe that's a good place to go. Yeah. Uh, 1-0 Everton. They 
beat down Huddersfield from a third-minute goal from a Charleston. Um, yeah. Business as usual. Everton didn't well, find a way to blow this Is there this any on. such thing as business as usual well, at Everton? when beating Huddersfield, I it's guess. business as usual. It was Huddersfield business as usual, just losing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and another team, as we just spoke about in the relegation battle, is Cardiff, who lost 2-1 to one to Arsenal this week in a game that they probably should have won. <laughs> Arsenal were abysmal the first half. That was by far the worst first half performance I've seen from Arsenal all year. Well, that's what happens that's when saying your captain's Mesodoza. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They started off this game so hot, Arsenal. The first five minutes, Ozil was like letting balls go through his legs, like playing it through to people. It just looked like the fun Mesut Ozil that we have when we play bad teams. And uh, after that five minutes, I don't think I saw him touch the ball meaningfully um, until he was inevitably subbed off. <laughs> but Arsenal do get the win uh, on a 66-minute penalty from Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Uh, which actually was a penalty. And then Lacazette, what a player he is. He's having a hell of a year. He reminds me the way he plays. Can you guess the striker I'm going to say? Played in the Premier League for a while. I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure where you're going to take this. Diego, I like Lacazette. Diego Costa. Ooh. He reminds I me of a Diego, Diego Costa, Costa type figure. He has the strength of Diego Costa and the speed. He doesn't play like him dirty wise. I was going to say he's a far smaller man than Diego Costa. Yeah, but he, he has that grit that tenacity. and that determination. And he's so good. He scored such a great goal. He got tackled, literally fell to the ground, got back up, and just did like a beeline towards the goal and put it away. Yeah, he I mean, wants I like Lacazette. I, I am a big fan of his. I don't know if I've ever seen someone. Um, that really wants to score as bad as he does every game. And uh, it was nice of him to let Aubameyang take the penalty because yeah. Aubameyang is in the golden boot yeah. race at this point. Um, I do want to say one more thing from this match. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardiff named on their bench Emiliano Sala. Yeah. Um, which at this point, um, safe to say, does not look promising. Yeah. Very um, sad story. Sad story. Um, I saw a great comment from their manager, Neil Warnock, which was basically, I think I can, he basically, to summarize it was, I think I can speak for anybody, everybody here and say, we'd much rather have him here and get relegated. Yeah. So yep. then, you know, find a way to survive with him gone. So, yep. Just sad all around. Very sad. But Cardiff should feel very hard done by this game. They had a lot of chances in the first half, probably could have been up by three goals. And, um, they ended up pulling one back in the end to make Arsenal a little bit nervous, but after Arsenal scored that first goal, it was kind of mm-hmm. over. over. Not really the most exciting game I've ever seen, <laughs> but uh, I think this is the last game of the yep. week. Wolves 3, West Ham 0. And oh, I mean, what do, what do we accept? What do we, what do we accept? I'm going to just stop right yeah, now. Yeah, stop there. All I'll say <laughs> is this. Wolves, Wolves are awesome. What did you awesome. accept, Jimmy? What did I expect? Accept? Accept? I accept to say that expect. I owe an apology to Raul Jimenez. Yeah. Who for a long time, I bashed and said rightfully he was so. the problem with Wolves. Well, rightfully so. In the beginning of the season, he, he couldn't yeah, tangle He was struggling, feet. but he's come good. He really has come yeah. good. Um, I believe his eight goals now on the season, which... For a team, you know, it's really solid. Solid yeah. number of goals. And Wolves just 
Wolves look fantastic. I mean, they're in seventh right now. You can't ask for anything no. better than that. That's a dream. Right? I mean, and just, just you, you think how happy you are if you're a Wolves fan. Mm-hmm. You're back in the Premier League. You're Ooh. clearly going to stay. Yeah. And right now, outside of the top six, you're the seventh place team. Yeah. Head you're, of teams you're like playing Everton, very well, too. West Ham have spent tons of money and want to be in that spot. So mm-hmm. congrats to Wolves. I mean, this is great. Yeah. But, Jimmy, that's the end of maybe one of the wackiest yeah. weeks of the Premier League we've seen in a long time. We haven't had a week like that in a while. No. And where I'm all the big teams. Tell you, it kind of bothers me that it was a midweek. Yeah. I know. I was lucky. I, I had. Tuesday off because I worked throughout the weekend mm-hmm. on uh, yeah. some ridiculous issue, but uh, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm so I'm so done with work. Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I feel you. I'm ready for the weekend tomorrow, Friday. Thankfully, drive is ready me. for it. Uh, I'm ready for the Premier League to be back this weekend. Also, yeah. Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, think of literally Sunday. Listen to this. Not only are my Patriots in the Super Bowl for the third straight year, but I get to watch City beat Arsenal and record it Jimmy, live I'm gonna, with Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what. This is actually good. This is this is basically Arsenal versus City again. Stan Kroenke owns the Rams. He owns Arsenal. <laughs> I, I have stake in both of <laughs> these games. Both. I'm gonna tell you what, Stan Kroenke's gonna have a sad day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you what. You're going to lose one of these games. I don't know which it is. Oh, don't do that. But no. either the Patriots I'll tell you or Manchester this. City. I'll tell you win. this. All I hope is that, and we talked about them before. They get two shots today, that the Providence Friars are not on Sunday. Because whenever, Jimmy, listen to this. who gives no, a his, fuck let me about explain the Providence this Friars? Let me explain this. Because any time City, PC, and the Patriots play in the same day, they all lose. It happened to me like three times this year. Every time they line up and they all play, and I get excited going, what a day. I get to watch all three play. Every single one of them loses every single time. All the city losses this year have tied up with Patriot losses and Friar losses. It, it literally, they like to break my heart together. So I'm praying that there's no Friar game Sunday. I am, I'm going to actually look it up. Because if there is, that's very bad news for me, I feel like. But can you... Cue us into these games as yeah, I Yeah, I'm seeing something pretty odd right now. On they my play Saturday. Yes. <laughs> on my Premier League app, it says date to be confirmed. Chelsea versus Brighton. That's not. Jump over that. I yeah, have Chelsea on that Saturday. Don't huh. about that. I don't know what that is. So, we start our weekend off on Saturday at Wembley. Ooh. We have Tottenham Hotspur versus Newcastle. Yes. Can Newcastle pull off two upsets in a row? What do you think? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think they can pull too off in a row. I am going to go 2 nil Spurs. I got a uh, 1-1 draw here. Ooh. Newcastle are taking some points away from them. And then we have Brighton at home versus Watford. Well, Michael, can you say what you always say? The MX is a fortress, Jimmy. 1-0 Brighton. 2 nil Brighton. Glenn Murray, Glenn, 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 Glenn Murray Brace. What Back-to-back fuck, Braces? Bro? Yeah. Ooh, well, what, do you, what do you accept? Except <laughs> when when Mario's in the house, it's braces galore. Yes. Uh, and then we have Burnley versus Southampton. These are all good games. These are. These are very good matchups in yeah. this one. A lot of teams on the same level. I got to ride high with our man, Hassan Huddle. Yeah. I got it right. And I got a 2-1 Southampton Ooh, win. I want to give Southampton a win here. I'm going to go 2-2 draw. Oh, I'm still okay. riding with okay. those draws from last week. 
And then we have two teams again on the same level, Chelsea and Huddersfield. Of course. Who do you have? I have, of course, the easiest 4-0 Huddersfield. No, no, I am going to go 2-0 Chelsea. I believe Higuain gets a goal because he likes to beat up on bad teams. Yeah, this is a good Higuain warm-up game, a fluff match. Yes. Uh, I'll I'll go go 2-1. I think Chelsea are going to leak one, but it'll be be an easy 2-1. Then we have Crystal Palace Fulham. This is a tough one. They're all This tough is ones. tough because we said are Fulham gonna are they gonna heat up? And I actually gonna say that they heat up a little bit. They simmer mm-hmm. to a one one draw. <laughs> they simmer. Uh I'm gonna go two one Fulham. Fulham are yeah. getting back in this game. They're getting back in the Premier League, Jimmy. We'll see. Everton at home versus Wolves. This is a tough one again. These are really yeah, good matchups. I know. These are all um, very, very good. I'm riding high with Wolves. I am going to go 3-1 Wolves. I was going to, I'm 3-2. I think there's going to be a lot of goals in this one. Then we have Cardiff at home versus Bournemouth. 3-0 Bournemouth. Uh, I'll go 2-1 Bournemouth. I think I'll give Cardiff some respect. <laughs> I mean, they should have scored a boatload last, last time they played. Uh, Leicester City at 9.05 a.m. versus Manchester United. Can they pull off the semi-upset? A tie? I, I'm going to go with another 2-2 draw. I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester. Okay. I, I'm glad you picked Leicester. I wanted yeah. to pick them just out of respect for Slabhead, for, for the Slabhead. hope that he's given me that the league is not over. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. And then we've come to the game that you and I have been waiting yes. for since the first let's, let's day. Do, let's do the dollar game first, and we'll get All right, back to fine. The, the game that we've been waiting for since the first day, West Ham-Liverpool. <laughs> yes. On Monday. Manuel. I'm so glad that these games are on Monday. Here's my prediction. Yeah. Manuel Pellegrini. Stop what you're saying. Loses by a billion. No. Yes. No, he doesn't. Because uh, not only is he a former City man, there's a lot of former City men in this game. Some even on the Liverpool side. Looking at you, Hamas Milner. Um, I have a cross in from Pablo Zabaleta. Finds a fleet. The fleet. The fleet. The fleet. The fleet. We can't fucking speak. Of none other than that guy, Samir Nasri. Samir Nasri, 1-0 West Ham. Samir Nasri brings the title race back. Wow. So you accept Nasri. I accept Nasri. To, to put it on his fleet. To defeat Liverpool. <laughs> to put it on his fleet and defeat Liverpool. <laughs> All right. But the big one is Sunday. The one that... You're not going to make a prediction for the about. West Ham Liverpool No, game? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forgot. What do you think? <laughs> so you think West Ham are going to win. I do. And I think Liverpool are going to win 3-1. to one. Oh. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's going to just be a closing shot. Uh, another game that's going to be closing shot for the Arsenal, Jimmy. What's your prediction? Manchester City are on at 11.30. We're going to be live podcasting this yes. game, live periscoping before the game, mm-hmm. halftime, end of the game. It's going to be a podcast slash periscope. Follow us on Twitter, at Soccer Mostly. But, Jimmy, what do you think is going to happen? Am I, first, let me say, am I correct that this is at the Etihad? Yes. 4-1, Manchester fuck City. Your, go fuck yourself. 4-1. <laughs> Who do you one. think you are? 4-1. 4-1. 4-1 Arsenal. <laughs> Go ahead. 4-1 Arsenal. <laughs> Love it. Oh, and we Arsenal. didn't even tell everyone. We are going to do a live periscope when the lineups are out. Didn't I just say that, you idiot? 
What are you doing? I wanted to say the whole thing. Let me finish. I literally just said it. You said the whole thing? I literally said we're going to do a live Periscope (laughs) slash podcast before the game, halftime, and after the game. You didn't listen to a word I said. I was too busy thinking of all the goals that are going to be scored by City against Arsenal. And I I zoned out, was imagining them. Go ahead, say it again. Remind them. Yes. Live on Periscope before halftime and after the game. And we're going to record it so there will be a podcast as well in case anybody misses it. At Soccer Mostly, at Soccer Mostly, at Soccer Mostly, at Soccer Mostly on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And you will get to experience Michael's agony. There will be no agony. As City put Arsenal to the sword. Lacazette, hat trick, and Aubameyang gets one too. Guendouzi Mm -hmm. is going to boss the midfield. Dennis Suarez might even get in the game. It's going to be that bad of a beatdown. We'll see. I can't wait for this one, Jimmy. We'll see. I'm going to be at your house with an iced coffee in this four-degree weather. Yes, you are. And I'm going to be ready to rock You're going to bring one for me, too. I'll bring you one. I'll bring you one to dump on your head. <laughs> 4-1, you motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, I think right so, there. too. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Do you want to hit them with the plugs? Yes. As you just did about 20 at times. Mostly. At Soccer Mostly. At Soccer Mostly on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Email mostlysoccershow at gmail.com. And most importantly, as always, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we will be reading them as we did today. Yes. This is my radio voice. That was good. Right? <laughs> Can, do you want to repeat their per- Periscope one more time? The periscope will be oh, go before, fuck you. Stop. And halftime, and after the game. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.